There's a fantastic book by the social psychologist Jonathan Haidt titled The Righteous Mind, which has become one of my favorites that I've ever read. In the book, he details a number of different systems in our brains and the ways that we think and the ways that we rationalize. He provides a tremendous metaphor, which I really have come to appreciate and use to understand both myself and the world, which is one of an elephant and a rider. So he thinks about our intuitions and our emotions as the elephant. And he thinks about our rationality and our judgment as the rider. And the metaphor that he gives here is we are ultimately guided by our emotions and our intuitions and our initial reactions much, much more heavily than we are guided by our rationality and our judgments. And in his book, he provides arguments that we use our judgments in order to rationalize our emotional instincts and the emotional reactions that we have in very quick time in the different experiences that we have. So he discusses this pretty extensively. And it was something that I'd never really looked at before and, and considered because I had just come off of reading The Republic by Aristotle in which he praises Socrates to the maximum in Socrates' undying reasoning and his placing of rationality as the gold standard of human existence. And it's, it's curious to hear him go through these arguments of how we often think about rationality as this perfect thing, this idea which we can aspire to and we can achieve, we can become rational, we can become objective in our thinking and our decision-making. Yet what he articulates in the book is, sure, you can strive toward that, but ultimately what we often default to is using our rationality and judgment in order to justify our emotional desires. And when we're making arguments and we're trying to tell other people what we believe and convince them of it, we use rationality not necessarily to discover the truth, but to defend the point of view that we have, to defend the way that we see the world, rather than as a tool of discovery and of understanding. And it's, it's very interesting to hear Haidt talk about this because we often think about rationality as truth-seeking and truth-finding and the way that we are able to um, understand our world is through rationality and becoming rational. There are limits to this, which a lot of my early podcasts and early ways of thinking um, from my late teenage years and perhaps, you know, early 20s, I would have sided with, which is 
this idea of this person who I wanted to be was this supremely rational individual. Yet, something Hyde talks about, which I think is wonderful, is the example of people who lose the function of their uh, dorsal medial prefrontal cortex, I believe, is the correct brain area that is in charge of emotion. And it is in charge of the quick emotional reactions that we have and the emotional intuitions that we develop. And he talks about examples of people who lose function in this brain area and how horrible of decision makers they end up becoming. Because in order to make decisions and in order to act in the world, we need our emotions. And our emotions guide us and they nudge us one way or another. If all we could use was our rationality and our judgment in order to make decisions, we would be lost. And the people who experience these struggles in having damaged uh, dorsal medial prefrontal cortexes, if I'm getting this right, of course, they struggle to make decisions and they struggle to make good decisions because they have no emotional intuitions that are guiding them. It is all purely like calculations that one does on paper rather than something that is built on a number of previous experiences that becomes one's intuition that allows one to act in a moment. If I placed 10 choices in front of you and you had to weigh all of them on paper adequately and you had no emotions to guide you, well, making that decision would be extremely difficult. And thus, we get Height's hypothesis, which is that we as human beings actually rely tremendously more on our emotions and our emotional centers for decision-making, for understanding the world, for understanding what we want and for our desires than our rationality does. But what does change our desires and the way that we go about ourselves in the world and what our intuitions are is often the way that we put our rationalities out into the world of those emotional desires that we have and hearing trusted others respond to them. And it's, it's quite curious to think about the ways that our elephants, as Height says, or our emotional centers may change. We can be set up from environmental differences. We can be set up from being around trusted others with whom we are willing to let our guards down and allow our elephant to um, slow down a bit and listen to the rider. Yet coming across these situations for most people is quite difficult. It's quite difficult to come across a situation in which one feels comfortable enough to slow down the elephant and to have the rider give a short talk so that they can get on the same page. And it's also rare to find situations in which our environments do facilitate uh, our elephants to walk on the perfectly right path in which they will not be emotionally guided toward, um, toward things that will end up doing worse for us than good. Thinking through this hypothesis and, and understanding the way that this plays out in the world has been really helpful. 
is I've gotten to learn a lot more about myself and to say, oh, is this thought really the truth here? Or is this just your emotional intuition leading you toward defending this point because it feels good for you and it it jives with your intuitions and what you naturally feel? Or are you actually getting something different here? Or is this actually finding truth? Is this actually changing your initial emotional intuitions from the information that you are finding? Asking myself that question has been one of the most powerful and positive experiences that I've gotten to have in my life and and in my personal introspection. To be able to look at myself in a really clear way and say, hey, you know what? That's actually your emotions talking, but you're just trying to justify it in a creative, rational way. It's really curious to see how I did this throughout my life. I mean, I used reasoning and rationality so much in order not to just try to find the truth, but to deliberately try to get what I wanted and to get my way of what my emotional desires were. And it's quite curious to see other people doing the same. Um, We frequently are pursuing these emotional desires and we're using this idea of rationality as a mask. And that mask is one that most people don't understand. Most people don't see. But if we can come to interact with this model that I'm discussing here and just how much we are influenced by our underlying desires and the natural inclinations we have and how much those rationalizations are actually just tools that we use in order to defend them. Um, I think the better we can understand ourselves and the better we can understand our world. So I wanted to float this idea out here so that people could understand this notion of the elephant being our emotional centers and our rider being our reasoning and our rationality and allow people to see themselves in a better context of, hey, you know what? Your rationality is actually more likely you defending what your emotional centers and your intuitions and desires are telling you that you want rather than actually the truth, rather than actually true reason and rationality and the best path forward, but rather it's likely just a a defense of what those emotional intuitions are. And the more that we can analyze ourselves and look at ourselves in this way, I think is the better because then we can actually learn to decipher these two, to split what is actually coming from my emotional centers and my desires and what is actually the rationality. And, and, And more importantly than those two questions, what is the truth and what is reality? I think the closer we can get to that, the better. And I think that the model of the rider and the elephant is a great step toward that objective. So thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Hopefully you enjoyed this and and found some value out of hearing this new model of how we make sense of the world, our use of rationality, and the massive power of our emotional centers. And as always, I'll be back very, very soon. Much, much love. And in the meantime, please take care. Cheers.